At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome. I'm your host, and this is uncomfortable. satellite placed into Earth's orbit. Since then, there are now over 2,000 active and nearly 3,000 defunct satellites orbiting the Earth. There are 15,000 trackable pieces of space debris, 20 of those being 9,000 kilogram rocket boosters left over from the Russian space program. There are an estimated 150,000 pieces of lethal, non-trackable space junk that pose a threat to any functioning asset in Earth's orbit. So when we do occasionally look up, is it any wonder so many of us are seeing something darting across the night skies? Satellites and the International Space Station can easily be seen with the naked eye in areas with little to no light pollution. Tonight's guest is a resident of one of those areas. He comes to us from a very rural part of northeastern Alabama. Nathan, welcome to Uncomfortable. Here it is. Should I talk already? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right, I'm here. Um, it, it, should I preface it with? I don't necessarily think any of this is alien stuff. Yeah, feel free. Is Give me. Uh, we wanna. We wanna hear your uh, your thoughts, your theories, and uh, your experiences. So just lay it all out there. Let I, us know I'm what not, you're what you're dealing with. Not not discounting is alien stuff, but I don't necessarily think it is I, I'm kind of like 4950 it I wouldn't be shocked if it was alien stuff but I personally don't think it is okay what do you think it is I think it's government testing like that high tech that we won't find out about for the next 10 years or whatever 
Really? Now you it have. Could be. I, I've seen some really wacky shit, so there's no telling. But I just kind of lean more towards this government stuff, just knowing that the logistics of someone from someone, some thing from the closest galaxy, would make it here in however many million years. They're probably not just flying around making a show for us out here in the sticks. So in your opinion, logistically, it's it's improbable that they're extraterrestrials. You lean more towards uh, being something as a product of the uh, the military. I do. It, uh, improbable, but not impossible. It, I would not be freaked out at all if it did turn out these were aliens, but Whatever they are, they're cool to see. All right. Well, let's. Uh, why don't you walk us into your first experience, and uh, and then go from there. First of all, can you? The very first can you, one is completely different from what I've seen since I've moved here. Let me interrupt you real quick. I'm, I'm sorry. Why don't you, if you if you can, give the uh, listeners an idea of what part of Alabama you're in? Northwest, like close to. We're we're close to like equally distant from Mississippi, Tennessee, like Northwest area. Okay. All right. So go ahead and get into it. What was your, what was your first experience? The first one was the only daytime one I've ever seen and completely different from anything I've ever seen since. Uh, late eighties, a bunch of us kids, I was probably 13 or 14. We were just playing football in the yard and somebody saw this, thing in the sky. Completely clear day. This was North Texas. And one of the kids went and got binoculars so we could see it up close. And it was very simple, whatever it was. Just a perfect silver ball with the middle section of it was rotating around it. Did not move at all. And we got bored of looking at it because it wasn't doing anything. So after like two or three hours, yet we were eventually just looking up and yep, the thing is still there and never even saw it take off. We we would look at it every once in a while through the binoculars and yeah, that's a crazy thing. And that was basically it. I know, I know that's a super exciting UFO story, right? Well, I mean, it's odd that it just stayed stationary for, you know, you're saying upwards of three hours? Yeah, it's it probably about three hours that it was hanging out. And one bit, aside from the the very middle section of it, was rotating around it. Can you give us an idea of how far away it was from you? Mm, it, it was like, it, it was plain distance. Okay. So it was up like there. far enough away to where it, if you just looked at it naked eye, it just looked like a dot in the sky. But through the binoculars, you could clearly see it was like a silver spherical ball that just had that middle section rotating around. So if if you were to envision like uh, Saturn with the uh, the rings, kind of, but uh, it, the middle section was more like a part of it. it it wasn't extended around it or anything oh i got you i got you 
So it was yeah, just a segment in the middle like of the ball that was rotating. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. And by the way, I'm I'm probably going to smoke one cigar after another, so if this is noisy or annoying, <laughs> let's... that's all right. <laughs> so, <clears throat> how old were you at this this with this encounter? Probably 13, 14, something like that. And other than the the obvious weirdness of of looking up and seeing a stationary object in the sky and being able to see it clear enough through a pair of binoculars. Anything else weird happen as as a in in conjunction with that? No, it, I didn't even see anything weird in the sky again. It, I wasn't looking in the sky either for years and years. So it, I didn't see my next one until probably man, I'd say like four years ago when I moved out here in the country. And you said you're you're currently where you reside. You're in you're in a fairly rural area, correct? Extremely, yeah. It, 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 to say rural is being generous, but yeah. <laughs> All right, well, walk I'm, us. I, I'm trying to stay away from the chicken noises, if that tells you anything. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So that was it. I for can tell the, you the next one I saw. Well, by all means, just uh, in, in order of uh, appearance, go ahead and just start telling us your tale. Well, the next one was, uh, and this is this is when I started really looking at the sky like every single night. My folks are very close to here, and I was staying with them before I moved into this house. And uh, man, it must have been like probably two in the morning or something. And uh, saw what turned out to be what I saw a lot of later, but uh, it just looked like a. It, I always describe it as, and I'm sure somebody else has said this, faster than a plane but slower than a meteor. At this point, I've looked at the sky so much, I I can tell what's going on up there. But this thing was scooting across the sky, no flashing lights or colors or any of that, and uh, stopped and just shot straight up like way faster than it was originally going, just shot straight up. That that was four years ago, and that's when I started really watching the sky every night. And I've seen, God, probably nearly 200 of those. Since. Really? Yeah, I've seen a ton of them. Now, now we're not, there's no way that we're mistaking satellites or uh, the, uh, the new... Uh, Starlink satellite system for, that's going to be providing internet access for everybody around the world. These I've things, got the satellite trackers, and not one time that I've seen these things have they matched up with the satellite trackers. Oh, interesting. Very and I've seen them do real weird shit, the satellites. But, yeah, we've seen a lot of them. The only thing is they've they've been way less active the last six months. But uh, it's interesting you bring up Starlink that, the first big Starlink launch that we could see here was, I think, last March or April or something like that, right before the COVID thing blew up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Starlink was incredible. It, it was absolutely amazing to see. That was also the night that I saw by far the most of these things. Like, after Starlink did its thing, which, you know, we've all seen the videos. We right, sure. Record. They went nuts that night. I, I saw probably 30 of them that night. Really? Yeah. And you think 
you think this was related to the Starlink launch? I mean, it's got to be. They, they were going absolutely ballistic that night. It, from all angles of the sky, doing their dancey, it, I call it their dance routine. Now, you yeah, you, was, you indicated in a, a email to me early on uh, that you had your own... Uh, your own classification for um, several of these different uh, objects. Can you? I do. You, yeah. Would it, you mind going into that? I don't, even though it sounds really stupid. But uh, hey, this is a this is a judgment free zone. Nobody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've all Wait, got something. Well, we've all got something wrong with us if we're listening to this podcast. I'll tell them the same thing that I emailed you. We we see three different types out here. Or. Well, one of them I haven't seen since last summer, but the, what I call the normals are the ones that just kind of fly around the sky, like I told you, faster than a plane, slower than a meteor. And uh, and they generally, like, they either fade out, they'll always do some weird direction or something, or sometimes they'll just, like, stop and take off in a completely different direction. That's normally what we see. And I see way more of those than meteors. Like, isn't that crazy that I see these UFO things, whatever they are, more than actual meteors? Yeah, that is. When I see a meteor, I'm like, so. wow, that was nice. No, I assume, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm going to make an assumption here that being out in a rural area of uh, Alabama, you probably don't have a whole lot of light pollution in that area? None. Okay. Zero. So, yeah, so it, you I, have pristine dark skies to uh, to be witness oh, on this. Yeah, it's. It, beautiful out here so those are what we see the majority of the second ones are the ones i told you i call the blinkers some friends of mine that see them call them the flashers they're kind of the same but they'll stop in the middle of the sky and by the way all these things are so high up there it's not it, they may be upper atmosphere i'm a really bad judge of that but definitely way higher than planes would mm-hmm. be so way beyond so, the, the thirty-two, thirty-four thousand foot that uh, most most planes are traveling at. For sure, yeah, yeah, way higher. And those are my favorite by far because they're the they're just the most fun. They'll explode in light, and how do you mean? Completely take off in a weird direction, and I've only I've only seen maybe eight of those. What do you mean explode into light? They'll stop and just blow up in light. No colors, but just blow up in a flash of light and then take off way faster than they were going. So, like, you're talking about a much brighter intensity, kind of maybe like a strobe light, where it's a large, a bright flash, or is it just get really bright and stay bright? They don't stay bright. The the explosion of light is pretty quick. I'd say like maybe a couple of seconds and then they'll take off at a completely weird angle. And, and that's it. Those are the most fun ones. And then the third one is the one I told you, big mama, which is my terrible classification, but she's the one that parked over my house six times. And I haven't seen her since last summer. Parked over your house. How big is the house? I said, you said it parked over your house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now just from, just from that description, I'm going to make an assumption. You correct me if I'm wrong. 
if it parked over your house, is is this one much lower in altitude than the ones that we're talking about, you know, possibly being in the upper part of the atmosphere? Definitely much lower, but high enough to where I, I could never make out an actual shape. And in fact, the last time I saw her, it, it was kind of like now, like daybreak, and but it was kind of too cloudy. Um, and she was coming this direction. Like every time she showed up, she would come from, let's see, that would be like northeast, very slow and by far the biggest thing in the sky. Really? But still too high to where I could make out any type of actual shade. And yeah, she would just stop over my house every single time. And I do have multiple other witnesses to that. So when you look up and you see the big mama, what, what are you seeing? Are you seeing just a much larger light? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, no weird colors or flashing lights or any of that. And, and no discernible shape. No. And I never saw her take off either. Because she, it's kind of like my first one when I was a kid, she would just stop over the house and that was it. Like, you can only watch something not doing anything for so long. So when you say it's stopping over your house, you're not necessarily indicating that it's that it's pointing you out. It's just it's it's in the area of your your uh, your homestead. Yeah, it's not. It's not like it was 15 feet above my roof or anything. Right. Right. Okay. It, it was way up there, like it, high enough to where it in pitch black night you couldn't make out any shape or anything. It was just like a gigantic light, like way brighter than the moon or any stars or anything now these these all take place at night correct aside from the very first one yeah okay and you've you've said there's multiple witnesses to these yeah yeah in, in fact the most fun thing it, i don't have a ton of extraneous witnesses but probably five or six that have seen these things also it, it, i'm sure you well know that when you get a reputation for staring up the sky and looking at weird things you immediately are labeled some kind of crazy asshole. Or <laughs> yeah. Like it, unfortunately it, you have to do is walk outside and see these things yourself. But people don't tend to like walking outside and seeing things. So these other people that have witnessed this with you, I assume you've had conversations about it. What, what's everybody think is going on? And I guess, I guess that's a two part question because then I want to know, you know, in the area that you're, um, if, if these things are so frequent in that area, are the newspapers or television reports uh, picking up on these and, and reporting them in the area that you're at? I've seen zero evidence of any of that. Now, especially when it was really, like, I'd say the most activity we saw was from, uh, I'd say, December, November 19 to right around when Starlink got launched. Okay. That's when we saw it by far the most. It, it, it was like every single night. It even got so, how crazy is this? It got to where some nights I'd be so tired from work and wouldn't even go outside because I was like, yeah, I'm going to see five or six of these things. But not even. So you were so passing long. up on it because it wasn't that big of a deal. It was so common. Exactly, yeah. But now, like, they've gotten kind of rare again. I, I, I probably see one, like, every week or so something like that, which I hate. I, I got so spoiled seeing them every night like that. 
So what are your what are your thoughts? You you, you think this is something that's more militaristic? Um, it's got to be, it, especially it being that like I'd say seventy five percent of the time I've seen them, I see the drones immediately. So either that's part of it, or I mean, hell, I don't know. It, I have no idea. Now you and I have had you and I have had a little discussion about the drones, but I don't think we've touched on that yet for the listeners. So, if you would let's let's get into uh, let's get into the drone aspect of this. Okay, um, they are they and are kind of hard to explain. They uh, they always look identical, and I know exactly what they are because I've dealt with that in real life. And I hate to say real life, but they tend to always show up either right after or during. And, and man, it's it, even crazier than the drone thing. Okay, I'm about to lay a crazy one on you. This is by far the most nutty thing I ever saw. Well, hard to qualify that. But one night when I saw one of my crazy dancers that was doing the dance routine in the sky, there was a drone and a jet went right towards the thing, and this jet did a 180 in the sky before it got too close and went back the way it came. That was awesome. Okay, <clears throat> I, I'm. I, I got to ask you, what or how are you watching this? If if these just, things are, dude, I've got a I've got a deck that I just stand on. I've I've got like. I understand that, but I'm I'm talking if if we're talking about these things that are like in the upper crust of the atmosphere, you're making a decision to to refer to one thing as a jet, to one thing as a a drone, and to another thing as a unidentified object. Yeah. So how are you how are you getting the detail? Are you looking at this through a telescope? Are you looking through these uh, with high powered binoculars, or are you just so no, custom? You don't, you don't even need to. Look up and see them. The, it, I think a telescope would kind of be useless out here because it would be too hard to zoom in on them. It, I had a friend who was offering to buy me a telescope to film these things, and I've tried to make videos, and they're just as terrible as every other crappy YouTube video you've ever seen. But mm-hmm. so I've completely given up on that. But the drones are just so identifiable immediately because they all look identical. They they have one red light and. They don't make hardly any sound at all, and they always show up. Okay, so when you say drone, my mind immediately goes to the little quadcopters that have a red light no, no, and a no, green no, light. No, I'm, I'm talking about these things that you could almost fit a human in. So you're talking about something that's more akin to a, a military drone. Exactly. More like a plane. Yeah. An unmanned plane. Yeah, like the one I worked on 10 years ago, it I'm a small guy, and I could have fit in that thing. It it was almost the size of a like a miniature Cessna or something. You worked on them. I'm pretty yeah, but well, I didn't work on them. I I just videoed them for three days. Interesting. Yeah, I did a without giving too much information away. I I did a uh, they were doing some kind of like. It, there's like an army trade show or something where they show off all the new tech every year. Mm-hmm. And it was my last year of college and 
I was just the video guy, and we had to film this top-secret drone stuff. I signed an NDA and all that, and of course, here I am talking about it, but I didn't give my full name, so who gives a shit? But <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly what it looks like when I see the ones here. And those are a nightly thing, by the way. The drones. Yeah, I, I see at least one a night. That's interesting. And I don't know if they're part of the the weird ones that I see or if they're just trying to track them or, or what that is. But that's what happens. Well, it's interesting that you have a firsthand account of of these drones and, and recognize them well enough to know that that's what you're seeing in the sky. Yeah, the the, the ones we worked on, it, and like I said, it was only three days. It's not like I did some deep, top-secret stuff, but uh, that's I'm pretty sure those are what I see. What, they, what, they, they look exactly the same. And what are their what are their interactions with these uh, these unidentifieds? They they all show up after that. The only time I've seen them go towards one that's still hanging out is was Big Mama, and that's when I saw the jet completely turn around. And I've never seen a jet do a one eighty and turn around like that. Now the one eighty that it did, are we are making a comparison to like what we see in some of these? military UFO uh, videos where where it does a uh, an abrupt stop and, and redirects itself immediately or or is there a possibility oh, no, that this no, no, okay no, so this like that, it, this turn this it, made a uh, made a tight turn and then just exited the area and went right back the way it came yeah okay and that's while she was hanging out right over my house like usual almost as if to say that uh, once it got uh, a visual on it, it it made a decision that uh, probably didn't stand a chance against it, and decided to bug and out. There were there were two drones that night also that that went in the same direction, but uh, she never moved. And, and no but, kind of interaction between between Big Mama and and the jet or the the drones around it. Not that I could see, and even worse was every time she showed up, I was like, "All right, let's do this." Beam me up. Let's do some cool shit. But, yeah, that never happened either. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be willing to go along with it? Oh, of course. Yeah. That's also kind of why I don't think they're ailing, because why on earth would I have not been beamed up yet when I've seen so many of these things? Is this is this fairly common to, to talk about this around the area that you're in? I mean, neighbors and, you know, friends and everything or just man that is one of the most fun things because you know of course when I started seeing them all the time it, I, I moved here almost two years ago and that's when I started seeing them all the time and of course you know even seeing some shit like that you're labeled a crazy person mm-hmm. and the most fun thing is then getting other people to see them and my stepdad was the first one. He only lived like three miles away, and every time I'd see one, I'd call him, and he started seeing them too, so he got way into it. it even my mom was like, what have you done to my husband? <laughs> it, I kept trying to tell her, go outside and look up. You'll see them. They're fine. But uh, I've my next-door neighbor, we were grilling out one night, and she knew that I had been seeing these things, and, and one happened. 
which was so beautiful. I was like, great. Now I got, I actually got somebody here and she, she said, Oh, that's just the plan. I said, well, just wait, watch. And of course it did its dancey thing and shot off completely weirdly in a different angle than it was coming from. And mm-hmm. I was like, you ever see a plane do that? And it actually scared her. But, but yeah, they, it, it, it's, fun to see them with other people for sure i don't have a ton of people because man people just aren't willing to hang out outside for some reason you're never going to see a video that's going to convince you more than just seeing this shit for real right and nothing nothing uh, i feel like i didn't answer that question did, did i yeah i think i think you did a pretty good job of it but no uh no real presence in the local news or the newspapers or, um, you know, are, are cops being called out at any time to say, Hey, you know, look, no, <laughs> look at what's going on. And, and, and I, I work at a place that where cops frequent and no, it, they all think we're completely crazy too, but I guess they don't really pay attention to the sky that much either, it, which is so bizarre to me because, being a trained observer, you would think that they would uh, have at least gotten wind of someone talking about this. You would think so. Hey, well, they they do. My stepdad, but I think he's calmed down on that quite a bit because it, even in a redneck area like this, they kind of frown on that kind of thing for some reason. <laughs> but it, I just like looking at the sky, period, even if nothing crazy is happening because it's so beautiful out here, you know heard of it maybe catch a shooting star or something but i I keep telling people just spend a couple hours outside every night you will see these things it's it's going to happen i haven't even told you like one of the craziest ones you want to hear a super crazy one yeah that's why we're here man tell us get it all out on the table i figured we were so aside the starlink night was by far the craziest one that that was that was incredible that that was probably the most incredible thing I'll ever see in my life. But uh, second to that, I saw six of them coming from completely different directions, and they were going pretty slow for, for them. They, these were like the normals. They weren't blinking or doing anything that crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all converged in one spot of the sky, and all six of them started doing the dance routine together and then all shot off incredibly fast in all different directions, and they were gone. Really? Yeah. How long did that sighting last? From beginning to end, probably a good five minutes. It, it was pretty long. So you and just, you, you just like picked up? Stuff or whatever, but these things were so high in the sky. Like, and, man, we're out here where, for one thing, nobody even owns a drone out here, and second there's you're not going to get six people that got this together at midnight on a weeknight you know yeah well you know i've been in the upper peninsula of of michigan on uh on fishing trips and stuff and you know when you if you wake up in the middle of the night the thing to do is to to go outside and relieve yourself outside because standing out underneath those stars i mean they're they're so low in the sky that it it literally looks like you put your hand up and almost pick them out from the yeah, sky, yeah, right, that's, that's you know, what I love about that. That's what I was saying. Like, even when nothing's happening, it's still cool to look at. So I assume in the, in a in a darkened area like where you're at, the, you're probably experiencing the same thing. Where 
the sky looks like it's a lot lower down than than living in a a welded area that has uh, light pollution and light noise. It does, and it's one of the most active nights I had was a. Uh, I had people from a. I, I used to post on Reddit. I I don't anymore, but. One night when it was real active, like we we had like five or six in real quick succession, and I had people as far as Canada and as south as South Alabama, which is pretty far away from me, a good six eight hours or something. We all saw the exact same thing. Really? Yeah. That's when I discounted the. This is not just like military base crap from around here. So they were all yeah, they we were all witnessing the same exact event or they were having a similar event in their area. Clarify we that. We all thought the exact same thing. I'm sure it did probably fluctuated like time wise a little bit because of the distance or whatever, but mm-hmm. we all saw the exact same one. And by the way, I've yet to see a video that looks like these things. Oh really? Nothing you've seen on YouTube or in any of these uh, UFO disclosure videos? No, I've watched probably all of them, and I have yet to see it. Because they're so hard to get, they're they're so high up. I I don't have good equipment or anything by any means, but I've tried, like, several different phones and iPad and stuff, and they're just impossible to get. Mm -hmm. Because I think they're so high up, you know. Well, it's definitely I think interesting. I got off on that tangent there. No, you're fine. We're we're here for we're here for whatever, man. We just keep talking about this stuff. Um, but the ones that it, like the the six that did that thing, <laughs> I hear your rooster it, in the background now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not my rooster. I got to get away from that. Sorry about that. That's alright. Um, the six that did that thing, I that's the only time I've ever seen anything like that never before or since I was just talking to a friend of mine who he lives about an hour away and he's in kind of a light polluted area and a lot of times when when the activity was high he would even see more than I did even with the light pollution yeah even in the light pollution he would see a bunch of and we had the satellite trackers and stuff because trust me at this point I think I can tell the difference between a satellite and all the other stuff Whatever. Well, and the satellite trackers on your phone, so they they do a pretty remarkable job as far as uh, the accuracy that they have. Yeah. So if you're, if you're using those in conjunction with what you're watching. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, the, the Starlink stuff, it, that's what everybody immediately tells you you're seeing. And it's like, man, I've seen it. I've only seen Starlink twice, but it's real easy to tell. Yeah, it's a very. It's a very, very um, obvious line yeah. of, of satellites. I mean, there's no mistake in the Starlink satellites. It, it's a it's a straight line. They're moving in a very gradual arc across the sky at a at a pretty rapid rate, and uh, they're all evenly spaced. There is no mistake in that. For sure. And that night when they went crazy after the Starlink, oh my God, man! I wish everybody could have seen that. That, that was like watching like a 4th of July display in the sky. Did it appear like they were going in in, in conjunction with or, 
or following the Starlinks, or did it seem more like the, the Starlinks were disrupting something in the in the sky and and they were just reacting to it? Well, it was after the Starlink went invisible, or that was the last of them. It, it, as soon as Starlink was over, I, had, I was on the phone with a friend of mine, actually in North Michigan, and he couldn't see any of it. And I was like, "Man, this is so cool! I wish you could see this." But then that's when they went ape shit, just from every different direction of the sky. And out here, the sky is enormous, you know. Just they, it, I've never seen anything like that. It, I've seen some really cool meteor showers and all that. It, I've never seen anything like that. They went absolutely nuts. But no, like exploding colors or anything like that. They, yeah. they were so just, when you say they go absolutely nuts, you're you're referring to a. A lot of them and and a lot of activity, um, just move, yeah, moving around randomly. And <clears throat> it's extremely rare that I see two at a time. That's really really rare. And that night it was like four at a time from all different directions at different levels of brightness. You know, once again they're so high up I couldn't get a shape or anything. Mm-hmm. They they were. I don't know if they were happy about that or unhappy or what was going on, but it was awesome to to look at for sure. It, it, aside from that, the most I've seen is probably like maybe like six in a night, something like that. Six individual ones at, at different times. You mean? Yeah. Do they all yeah, seem? Do they all seem to be in the general in the in the same general area uh, of the sky when you when you notice them, or are they? In, no, in, not, not at all. So no. they're in all directions? Yeah. It, it does seem like, at least where I'm at, that uh, it seems like I've seen the most of them around the Little Dipper for whatever reason. Hmm. But they, there's no, like, mathematics to this. It, they show up wherever. Interesting. I kind of wish I did have a telescope, but it, I really don't think it would it would mean anything. It, it'd be so hard to zoom in on these things because they, they are pretty quick, but way slower than a meteor would be. It, that last one I saw, what was that, like two nights ago I told you about? Yeah. It, it was so slow. It's way faster than a plane would be, but still slow enough where I've watched it for a good couple of minutes. Well, and the, and the, it, the issue with you know, like using a telescope for something like that. Um, I know I, I purchased a telescope for my, my son when he was you know somewhere in the neighborhood of 10. And I remember putting it out on a back deck and going to focus in on the moon. You have to deal with the earth's rotation as well. Right. And yeah. the, the rising of the moon in the sky. Once you get, you know, and this was a cheap Walmart or target, telescope you know so probably nothing more than 40 45 bucks but once you would get the moon in its optics you know just in the amount of time that it would take for hey okay i got it come over here and look you know it was halfway out of the the viewing area by time my son would come over to look at it because the the rotation of the earth is it was moving rather quickly especially when you magnify it that much I've, I've never even seen one close to the moon, by the way. Oh, really? No. Uh, it, it, I don't know if it's because it, 
if the moon is too bright or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, the most fun night was my stepdad and I were out at his place, which, like I said, was very close to here. And uh, what was so fun about having somebody else out there, we were looking at completely opposite ends of the sky, and we saw, like, probably 10 or so of them that night. And he was seeing ones that I wouldn't have seen if I would have been by myself. So that was cool because we were looking in completely opposite directions. He was like, "Well, there's one. Check it out!" And it's so much better if you have two people at least. You can't really do anything to make them happen. They just happen. That's why I don't believe in any of the C five bullshit or any of that. Like, they're gonna show up when they want to, whatever they are. You can't make them. I've been out here when that I've been sad. I've seen them. I've been out here when I've been happy, and it, it doesn't matter. They either show up or they don't. Well, the interesting thing with the C five, if if you if you look into it, and and the only reason I'll bring this up is because I've had uh, I've had some interviews with some people that deal with uh, yeah. And one of, one of my close friends is way into it. The C5 thing is, if you boil it down to what it really is, it's a ritual. I'm not saying that rituals are, are a bad thing or a good thing, but gr- and when you have a, a, a group that's collectively doing the same ritual in order to elicit a response from an entity, it's a ritual. And whether whether they're attempting to make contact with uh, interdimensional being or a spiritual being or a uh, supernatural being, yeah, that that's true. That's true. You know, it yes, there's a lot yeah, of hoaxes. There's a ton of hoaxes. Uh but there's also it, stuff I, that's literally gonna be better than just seeing the shit for yourself though. Right. And then the only you know, thing like no, the only no thing with video that, is ever gonna convince you. Right. The only thing you have to deal with then now is uh um the possibility of misidentification. If you yeah, are, if you yeah, are, if you're I, seeing I, something and you don't realize there is that this object that is an actual um, man-made object that's that does this in our atmosphere. I don't think there are any of those things. I mean, it doesn't seem like you would think we would know about that if if that was the case. But you know, I mean, you know, personal uh, personal witnesses and uh, you know their accounts. I mean, the only thing left up to chance is the the possibility of misidentification. I would love nothing more for these things to be alien technology. I'm just leaning towards the side of logic. It it would be great if they were. I don't care either way. I just know they're fun to look at. That, that's as simple as I can pull it down to you. They're, they're fun to look at. Is there any presence, like a, an extraordinary presence of... Uh airliners or jets or military uh no there there's not anything weird aside from those things they they just kind of do their thing and at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, 
engineering your success. Well, if I had the opportunity to see him as often as you did, I would be, uh, I would be thrilled. Well, I'm afraid if I was in your, in your shoes, I would be, uh, spending an exorbitant amount of money trying to figure out a way that I could, uh, capture these things on, uh, on video. Yeah, if if not to prove to anybody else, at least. I'm not quite sure how to, how to do it. I guess like just get like a nice camera or something, but I can't really afford a nice camera. Well, but they're, uh, they're obviously not interested in me. As far as I know, I've not been abducted or anything. I still come out and look at the sky every night, and it's. I maybe get one a week at most, hmm. which kind of leads me to believe it's some government stuff. Because why would they just? And, and I've I've seen online that like a lot of people are seeing way more lately, but I have not. And I know everybody's going to say it's Starlink or whatever, but come on, I, I know what Starlink looks like. And especially these creepy drones, man. Yeah, those that's that interests Bang. me. That interests me, why the, why the military drones would be... Uh... I am not a fan of the drones. Like, those things I do get a bad feeling about because a lot of times but actually, most of the time, I do not see any of the quote-unquote UFOs, but I do see those things. At least one a night. And there is no reason for those things to be flying around out here in the sticks like that. But they do show up on a nightly basis. I'm surprised. I haven't actually seen one right now, to be honest. Hey, did I leave anything out? I feel like I'm leaving something... <laughs> I think that's probably enough to label me crazy again. <laughs> so being out there in rural Alabama, any other unusual type activity, uh, maybe something not necessarily in the sky, but anything local to your area that uh, is rather creepy? I had one that could completely ruin this entire podcast that you might want to edit out. Go for it. <laughs> it's way crazier than the UFO stuff. Go for it. All right. But yeah, keep in mind, this is the point where this may have to be edited. <laughs> okay. uh, I've never had any type of ghost experience or anything like that ever in my entire life. And uh, I'd say... Three years ago, around the same time that I saw that first one that shot up straight in the sky that got me looking at the sky, mm -hmm. uh, when I was staying at my folks' place before I moved into here, and there has been no history of any weirdness in there. They've lived in the house for nearly 30 years, no, nothing weird at all, no haunting, which, by the way, I don't believe in either. And uh, I got attacked by some kind of shadow person over the course of a night. Really? So, do you even want to hear about this? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I'll try to make it quick. No, um, no, no need for it. Go ahead and take your time. So, 
uh, this is weird to talk about because I know every time I talk about this, it's, people are thinking, what the fuck drugs was this guy on? Um, You'd be surprised. Their <laughs> paranormal podcasts have become a huge, um, a huge thing with people now, and I think, okay. and I think the thing, uh, the reasoning behind it is much like people who have Sasquatch encounters. Yeah, which I also don't believe in. Well, whether you do or not, there are people out there that do. And they believe they've had encounters, and I'm not. I'm not discounting anything. It, but they a, they need a place to they need a place to air their um, air their stories in a in a non toxic non toxic environment where they don't have somebody rolling their eyes or telling them they're full of shit. And well, this is this is an eye roller. And uh, I think people, you know, there's there's other people in the world that have these types of experiences. And when they hear an account like maybe what you're going to get ready to, to relate to us, that gives them some, um, some validation for what they experienced. And it also lets them know that they're not the only one in the world that this has happened to. And, yeah, and I think, and, and I think that's important. Yeah, it, it really is. Cause it, when this happened to me, I, I immediately got online and I only found it couple of experiences but like hundreds of similar ones but not quite as intense as this so anyway it, I'll, I'll make it quick uh, it, before I'd moved into this house I was still staying at my folks place which is very close you know and no drugs or alcohol were involved in the situation <laughs> but uh okay it, I was immediately going down at like eight o'clock at night like super sleeping after working all day and stuff. And, uh, something was knocking the back of my head. It, it, I was laying, it, I was laying on a couch that was against a wall, and my mom's basement. How great is that? It's typical. I was in my mom's basement, <laughs> and uh, this, it, something was knocking the back of my head, and I thought I was just you know, like kind of going in and out of sleep or whatever. But it, it got more and more uh, aggressive. And I would start to fall asleep and something would hit me in the back of my head. I, I was laying on this couch where uh, if someone were to walk in, like they could hit the back of my head, I guess. But there was no one uh, around. And uh, so I, I thought I was just, having like some intense dream sensation or something maybe, but, uh, over the course of the night, it kept getting more and more aggressive. And, uh, at one point I finally got up and I turned all the lights on and got up and drank some water. And that's, that's how I know this was not just me dreaming the entire situation because uh, it, I'm doing hand motions as it, you can see this, uh, the bottle of water was still there when the last thing happened. But, uh, so it, it kept getting more intense and my dog was sleeping in between my legs on the couch and he was getting up when I, when I would get up and, uh, whatever this thing was, it, it was getting really irritating, man, because it, it got to the point where like three in the morning, this thing was really like 
kind of cracking me in the back of the head. It started out kind of innocent and not that that crazy, but it, it was getting more intense each each time. And now, what, what's what's going happened. on? What's going on with you while this is happening? I mean, are are you continually looking behind you to see if there's somebody there, or you know that? And I was getting really pissed off because I had to be at work early in the morning and whatever was happening, like this thing was, it was, it started out as like kind of an innocent little knock and then it turned into like this thing was cracking me. And the last time it happened, it really hit me hard. And I saw like, I saw this hand reach around me and grabbed me by the throat, like a very physical feeling. And, uh, but I snapped out of that it, and got up and I was like, all right, it, I was trying to talk to it. it I think I, whatever, whatever this thing was, I, I pissed it off because I was like, all right, I got to get up early. Leave me the fuck alone. Like we can either hang out and have like a cool, like demon hangout or whatever, but, you got to stop. Hang out with a demon. <laughs> I was trying to talk logically to it. <laughs> and uh, so I'll just cut to the, the chase of it. So the, the, the last time, this fucking thing grabbed me by the throat and yanked me up and pulled me off the couch face to face with it. And... It was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life, but it was really cool also at the same time, if that makes any sense. It, all right. First of all, you got balls the size of King Kong if you thought that was all cool. Um, because well, I'm, I was I'm, scared. I'm, I'm I was pretty scared sure I would have been shit in my pants. Kong. Yeah, I, I was scared to death. What, sure. What's your reaction from your dog at this point? Is he is he recognizing that, that this entity is uh, in the room with you? No. It, it, he was it, it, when when he goes down, he's down. It, he he's just like a tiny little Maltese. But uh, so this thing yanked me up off the couch and pulled me up face to face with it after the the hand across the throat thing, and it was. God, it, I'm gonna try to describe this, and I hope I don't do a terrible job. Good, because thing. I was just gonna ask you. It was translucent. And I could see through it, but it was extremely muscular, um, with like kind of a triangle-shaped head, and it pulled me up face to face with it. And it, God, I'm I'm getting chills talking about this right now. <laughs> That's all right. Take your time. Like eighty-five degrees out here. Uh, so it pulled me up to its face and opened its mouth and the only like solidity or color to it, 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 it was a shadow. Like it, it was definitely a, one of these shadow things that you've heard people talk mm-hmm. about. But you know, most of the, the time or from what I read about it, most of the time that happens with people, they just like crouch on the end of your bed or like stand over you and watch you or something. This motherfucker was assaulting me. And, uh, it opened its mouth and the mouth looked like 
like the static on an old TV. Yeah. And it sounded like backwards tape. Uh, you're an older dude, so you know oh, exactly yeah. what I'm I know exactly what you're talking about. And when it was doing that, I was face-to-face with it. It was holding me by my throat, and it felt like it was sucking something out of me. I couldn't tell if it was killing me or what the hell was happening. And it, it, it had its gigantic hand around my throat. And, uh, eventually my dog woke up and like started barking and that ended the entire thing. Okay. So I, I want to get back to, uh, maybe some more sp- specifics on the, uh, description okay. of this thing. You said, uh, a triangular head. I'm, yeah. I'm going to assume that the base of the triangle would be at the top and the point would be oh, down no. the bo- by the mouth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. It it, it was it, when I've tried to describe it to the few people I've told this to. It uh, do you remember that old movie with Tom Cruise, Legend? Yes. With you know Tim Curry was like that super mm-hmm. scary looking Satan guy or whatever. I haven't seen it in a million years. Yeah. That's kind of what it looked like without the gigantic horns. It just had that same kind of triangular shape to its head. And it was super, super muscular like that. Okay, so when you first described that, I was thinking that you were talking about literally a geometric triangle. But it was just, it was, it was, uh, it looked more biological in that it had a face and it had contours to it. But the, yeah, but I could still see like it. That I had the lights on in the room, and I could see through this thing clearly. Or was it? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Was there, was there some distortion as you were looking through it? No distortion whatsoever. No, it, it was very clearly a dark thing, but I could still see the things in the room behind it. So it had a tint to it, more like a tinted window would. You can still see through it, but it had a darker appearance. Yeah, yeah. It it, it was, it, I mean, man, for lack of a better description, it, it was literally a shadow being. It, I could see through the thing, but it was somehow still holding me up by the throat. And then when my man got up and started barking, then the whole thing was over, but what happened to I, it? Did oh it just God. did it just disappear? Did it fade off? Yeah, did yeah. it vaporize? Yeah, but that was after a good thirty seconds of the thing opening its mouth and that weird thing happening with its mouth and hearing that sound, and I could feel something coming out of me to it, and I it, when I when I snapped out of that situation, I thought, oh my God, please tell me. It, which, by the way, I've got a Disney movie happening in front of me right now. The, my rabbit family is showing up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so adorable. Uh, I thought, oh, no, what if it just sucked out, like, my music ability or whatever, but nothing weird ever happened after that? I actually went and spent the night in the same room the very next night and was inviting the thing back, like, Let's hang out. We can be friends or whatever. I never had that experience again, but it, I know it's, it, it's 
ridiculous as that sounds, it it happened, and I know for sure it wasn't just a figment of dreams or something because my water bottle was still half drink, drank, drinking. I'm from Alabama. Drink. I can't. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> was still right there on the counter where I got up in the middle of all this, and and when that was happening, it, I thought, did a like a raccoon get in here or something because there was only one door in and out, but there was nothing that could have struck me in the back of the head like that. It, it, and then, you've, thought, and then you've, you've, you've physically witnessed a hand reach around your throat. Yeah. And, and then it, at some point it came around and, and pulled you off the couch Yeah, and pulled you up to its face. Yeah. What, 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 what kind of height did it have? Uh, it, I'm a, I'm a small guy, but it was gigantic to me. It, it what are we talking? Six feet tall, I guess I would say. I'm, I'm five, five. I'm, I'm barely scratching five, five. Did you have any, uh, physical after effects of that? I mean, was there ever any marks on your throat from where he grabbed you or? Yeah. Yeah. It, I had marks on my throat the next day. And that was the first thing I checked. Of course, I didn't take pictures of it. Did you ever show anybody or tell anybody about it? I didn't. Well, I didn't show anybody, but uh, I emailed myself a detailed account of it as soon as that happened and showed like three or four friends. And, of course, they thought I was all completely out of my mind, but that shit happened. You ever del- Have you ever delved into any... Uh- Ouija boards or anything, never uh, anything like nope. that. Have you nope. ever, have you ever considered, uh, I mean this, this thing, you know, especially when you said it opened its mouth and it had, uh, like the television static from old television. Yeah. That sounds to me more like uh, something akin to, uh, energy and, you know, I yeah, mean, it, it get, was definitely trying to take something out of me for sure. Have you ever drawn any conclusions to the fact that maybe you see a a lot of UFOs and maybe what you experienced was uh, was something maybe related to that? Yeah, for sure. It, it's possible. Uh, it, I'm I'm open to any possibilities, but like I said a minute ago, it, I would love for that thing to show back up. You know, just don't choke me next time, but we can be friends here. <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be like that. But, uh, yeah, there there could be a connection there, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It, but, I've, man, I've slept there a million times since, and nothing weird has ever happened before or since like that. Very strange. I'd love it, too. I'd, I'd love for that to happen again, just aside from the choking part. Yeah, very unusual. Was that too crazy? I mean, this is this is the type of stuff that people are interested in. These are these are bizarre stories. People that are, you know, like you said, you weren't drunk, you weren't using drugs, you were you were straight mind. You might have been overly tired from work, but you know these and things. I've never happen. seen any type of ghost activity or anything before or since either. But nothing like that. But. Yeah, I mean, that happened, and it was so real. Like, it, I just wonder, why in the hell was the thing cracking me in the back of the head all night? 
Yeah, that's bizarre. But it, I did run across one other story where one did the exact same thing to this person, and I messaged him, but never heard back. Most of the time, they don't get physical. I'm sorry, say that again? I was just saying, most of the time, it seems like they don't get physical like that. This thing was pissed off at me for some reason. I guess because I tried to be like, you know, come on, man. Quit hitting me in the back of the head. Yeah, very bizarre. I know that's it. I probably shouldn't have even told you that. No, it's it's fine. I, I'm not I'm not saying that you are bizarre for telling me the story. I'm saying that the account is bizarre in itself, and it, it's not that unusual when you when you start delving into um, different different areas of paranormal or supernatural activity. It's just they're just the strangest I just things. wonder like why why would it have been pissed off at me for no actual reason. I don't know. Maybe it was getting annoyed with you because you weren't uh, weren't reacting. In a, I mean, I, I have to say that, you know, through through this last hour of talking to you, you know, your reactions to seeing uh, unidentified objects in the sky, it, it it excites you. It makes you happy. You're you're glad to see it happen. A lot of times people would be uh, put off by that. They would be freaked out. They would be you know, what the hell is that? Why is this happening? You know, what, what's going on here? Um, your, your particular demeanor towards these odd occurrences to me is in itself a little odd. It was, it's not what you would expect out of somebody. You know, I certainly, if somebody was grabbing me by the throat, I would not be saying, Hey man, no big deal. Forget about it. Just next time, come over, hang out and and just don't choke me. You know, well, the thing is it, it was all well and good until the choking part happened. That's when the shit got serious. Yeah. That's when I got super scared. That that was the very last of the... There was probably like, I'd say six or seven of those occurrences where we kind of dealt with each other. And then that last time I was like, oh shit, this is real now. Well, to me, it almost sounds, and, and I'm no expert at all in any of this. Um, to me, it sounds like it was looking to pick a fight. You know, it's thumping you in the back of the head, thumping you in the back of the head. And, you know, if you're, you're messing with a kid in grade school and you're pushing him in the shoulder and he pushes you back and you push him back and he pushes you back. eventually, Yeah, I think, some, yeah, I think my mistake was I was trying to be friendly with it and it didn't like that. You know, eventually somebody throws a punch. And it sounds like I'm not gonna lie, man. When that thing pulled me up to its face to face, as terrifying as that was, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. Can you give any description to you know, like the facial features? Even though you were able to see through it, obviously you were able to um, see the contours of of what was in front of you. Um, could you make out eyes or uh, nose? Okay, that, that's the thing that I've been asked before people I've told about this, I don't remember eyes. I know that sounds completely bizarre. You would think you'd really remember that. I was just so, for one thing, I was kind of frozen in fear. I was just fixated on the weird mouth thing that was happening. Yeah. With the Because the mouth part was the only thing that had any, like, 
definition to it really would you would you say that describing this would you say that it was more more human even though aside from the it fact that you could see through it would sure it it looked like a gigantic really buffed up man aside from the the head shape looked weird because of the kind of triangular shape yeah but no it no like devil horns or any shit like that it it wasn't like that but the head was huge um I couldn't tell you what the lower legs looked like. It it just looked like a big man that yanked me up, and I could not do anything about it. They it never, by the way, it never actually paralyzed me until that last confrontation, which was probably like the seventh or eighth time through the course of that night that that part happened. It it didn't paralyze me before that. So you were literally when it me up. It, it was I could not move a single bone in my body. I, I don't know if that was just sheer terror <laughs> or what it was. Yeah, amazing. But I wouldn't mind doing it again. That's even more amazing. I just like to see the thing again, man. And I'm, it, I tried to draw it, and it, I did such a terrible job. I would love to see if, like, somebody else has experienced the same thing. Like, what What do you think that could have been? You know, shadow people are usually associated with uh, some form of spirituality. Um, yeah. But then, it, but then I've also heard stories where shadow people and uh, shadow entities are, are a part of uh, the UFO, uh, well, maybe not UFOs, but extraterrestrial um encounters um you know to me the the description you give of the inside when it opens its mouth that to me that to me reeks of of energy and you know a lot of times in uh, references to extraterrestrials these creatures are described as having uh, energy and uh, or being made of energy you know, uh, one of my earlier episodes, uh, a gentleman who was, I think he was 17 at the time, lived in uh, North Carolina, I believe it was, uh, was woke up in the middle of the night, about 3 o'clock in the morning, as he was sleeping on the couch with his brother out in the living room. And as he woke up, his head was kind of hanging over the uh, the armrest of the of the couch, and he he opened his eyes and saw a figure standing behind him in just a matter of a couple of brief moments, uh, that, that creature, which, uh, was completely dark. He said, except for around the outside edges of, of its, uh, the form of its body, there was a slight glow, almost like if there was an led light behind it, just oh, wow. illum- illuminating the outside silhouette. Um, it struck him in the head. Um, he, he, he said at the moment that they met eyes, he said he felt that they were linked and he knew that he was going to throw something at his head, that that thing was going to try to stop him from stopping him. And he ended up getting hit in the head, said he was paralyzed, but he said there was no fear, which this is another correlation I'm drawing between his story and yours is you either. Yeah, really, that, that sounds really 
oddly similar aside from the fact that you know, my but he, last but he said this. Yeah, this uh, this entity he said was not particularly tall. He he guessed it at around four four and a half feet tall. Oh wow, that's interesting. Too. Then, what did, did did it do the thing where it? Most people say it just like crouches at the end of their bed and watches them. Did it do that? No, he said. Like I said, he was on a couch and it was standing behind him. It struck him in the head. At the point that it struck him in the head, he felt like they were. Um, he felt like their minds were pretty much together. Like, like they were, he didn't really say that they were communicating, but he felt that he felt that they were kind of locked together. He kind of almost yeah, thought I, he, I definitely, I did not communicate with this thing, man. Like when that last experience happened, I thought for sure the thing is killing me. Yeah. And uh, throughout his life, uh, he's he's always looked at it as a, um, aside from the initial fear that he saw, it, you know, prior to it striking him in the head, he he was scared. But did he it, said, did it hit him over the course of like five or six hours, like mine? No, he said it was a, a really uh, a really pretty quick incident. He said, but as soon as he did hit him in the head with whatever it was he had in his hand that he he no longer felt fear and he was completely at ease he said he could not move but he was aware of everything that was going on just as quick as it happened it left um he said he showed his parents uh, there was a mark on his head he has a he has since throughout the years he's now i think he's uh in his late 40s since then, he's had a uh, an odd um, birthmark show up on his hand that almost looks like the the five points of you know like a pentagon, like our uh, our nation's pentagon. And he he was referring to it as a star. Um, when I saw the photo of it, it looked more like um, dots at each of the five corners of a pentagon, and then. Uh, He's he's had some uh, some strange things happen with uh, computers and cell phones and uh, automatic doors at uh, at different department stores. Uh, things seem to malfunction around him. And Man, I've had none. I had, I've had zero experiences. It, that was I think three years ago. I've had absolutely nothing yeah. like that. And he said the the strangest thing and uh, probably one of the most um, positive things where he had a, a rotator cuff uh, injury and he was going to have to have surgery and uh, it was affecting his ability to work. And uh, he had one night where he kept falling asleep and waking up, you know, just a short period of time after, but felt like he had been asleep for a full night. And uh, he said that happened three or four times. And finally he got up to take a shower and get ready for work. And, uh, as he got out of the shower and went to, to um, dry off his hair, he realized that he didn't have any pain in his shoulder. And uh, when he lowered his arms and he looked in the mirror, you know, like if you sleep really hard, you know how you get wrinkles in your face or something. If you've got a pillow or a blanket, you know, shoved up sure. against your face real quick. He had yeah. uh, red lines on his shoulder that at first he thought looked like, 
you know, it might've been from the sheets or, or something like that. And, uh, he said the closer he looked at it, he said it started to look more like a, a geometric grid on his shoulder. And, uh, he realized that he had just dried his hair and he didn't have any pain in it. And so he backed up from the mirror and he lifted his arm all the way up. And, uh, from that point on, he hadn't had any problems with his, uh, with his shoulder. So he started to think that maybe he was, uh, in some way, um, I think I, I used the term an asset to, to whatever this was and that they were. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was thinking. And it, I actually had that conversation with the thing when I was up and around it, which by the way, I got up, fully got up wide awake a good five or six times during that experience. And I was just talking to the thing, like, will you please quit hitting me in the back of the head and all that stuff. And I even told it at one point, like, can we not do the hitting me in the head and like, just come, if you're going to do this one night, like be like a cool sex demon or something, like <laughs> show up as, as like a hot chick or something. <laughs> And I think that may have pissed it off. It, it, my brother, by the way, who lived there, it, I've never lived in that house. I just stayed there many times when I had to for various reasons. And my brother is that he's had a bunch of weird experiences. I don't know how much I believe those. But I guess there was kind of a history. So my brother has said he's had some weird shit go on. But no one's ever gotten assaulted by something like that yeah now yeah, I'd during the, during, I'd, I'd still like him to come back during the times that you woke up the multiple times that you woke up were you visual could you visually see this thing behind you or only the last two times okay the, the first time i saw anything was when the hand came around okay yeah from behind that was the first thing i saw and i was like okay i'm definitely having some weird dream action happening but, uh, and that's when I got up and like, I was pissed off and, you know, pretty much dog cussed the shadow demon or whatever the hell it was. And the last time is when it yanked me up and when it got real serious. Are you a very religious man? I am not remotely religious. Not, I am not the, not that there's any judgment there. I just I was just curious. I'm, I'm the antithesis of religion. <laughs> I was just curious. Yeah, definitely not religious at all. I, I I I have no explanations for that. Just like I have no explanations for whatever the hell this is in the sky. It, whatever visited me that night. I don't think it was a ghost because there's no ghost history or activity in that house. I think I got visited by some pissed off thing that got even more pissed off when I wasn't reacting like I wanted to. Well, that's a truly bizarre story. And Yeah, uh, and it, feel free to cut that entire thing out. No, not at all. That that's that's right up the alley of, of what we're trying to do here. Um I wish I had more stories like that, but that that's probably the best one i've got well that's a pretty good one uh, I, I would i would hope i would hope for your sake that you don't have any more like that um 
I don't. I don't. Nah, I kind of. I kind of want it. I mean, I don't. I don't want to get choked again, but I'd kind of like to experience that at least once or twice more. Yeah, and I would caution that maybe uh, be careful what you ask for because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It's, I'm, I am not religious, so I don't. I don't mind if my demon comes back. I just don't want him choking me again. Yeah. Wow. Well. Or at least come back at something better. <laughs> some, yeah. kind, some kind of hot demon chick <laughs> yeah or anything I, I even told him I was like man we can sit here and jam a little bit or something we can have a demon jam <laughs> wow and he was definitely having none of that I hope I didn't disappoint you with this no not at all not at all it was uh, it was a pleasure hearing from you and uh some very interesting stuff. Um, I do not at all discount that many of the things that we see in our sky that don't uh, that don't conform to normal avionics is uh, necessarily extraterrestrial. I think there is, to some extent, um, an extraterrestrial presence, but I do also believe that uh, that our government has been in possession of. Um, off-world vehicles, which they have recently admitted to, and we. I was probably... just gonna. I was gonna ask you what. What do you think about this supposed disclosure we're getting this summer? It, me personally, I think it's going to be complete bullshit. Well, I think it's going to be a very soft disclosure, and um, you know, you say what you will about uh, Doctor Greer. Um, until he started this uh, C5 contact um, horseshit that he's doing, I was, I was firmly in, in his camp as far as the disclosure went. And uh, one of his theory- I mean, he, he did really good with that first. It, it, what, what was that called? The, uh, the one with the... Sirius? That thing he did in like 2000. He had the Sirius and then... Uh, no, no, but before that, the the one with uh, the actual military guys and pilots and all that, it, it was like 2000, 2001, something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 where he had, uh, they were like 35 or 40 uh, military. Uh, yeah, that yes. that was cool, but yeah. then he just kind of lost it after that. Yeah, but he, he, does, he does put out a theory that I, th- I don't think is... Um, I don't think it's that crazy, and that is that uh, that there there could possibly be a false flag invasion. And what? Oh he, yeah, well, like the Watchmen scenario. Well, what he means by it is that um, we have enough technology reverse engineered from from craft that were not of this earth to mimic um, actual invasion, and if that if that did occur, what I think what their hopes is, at least his his thoughts as far as the government, if if there was a an invasion, that would force the world to become a one world government, and right. and and be ruled that way. Um, I mean, I just don't think like I don't think if they were able to get here, they would ever crash. So, and of course, this is just my dumb theory about the whole thing. If any reverse engineering has happened, the 
logic side of my brain tells me it's because we're like communicating with each other. It, I don't believe a crash has ever happened. I really don't. I know that's going to turn everybody off. No, I think, I think a lot of people have a lot of different thoughts on it. Um, I, I don't I, see how they, they could possibly make that journey and crash here. That just makes no sense. Well, that's a valid point that you make. You would, or it, and there's the possibility they it, it maybe got shot down or something. That's, yeah. that's possible. But, uh, it, and man, the, the other one that I keep thinking is if they've made it here, would we even see them? As far as yeah. what cloak themselves or yeah, like it if they were just observers or whatever, why would we even see them? They would obviously have the technology to get around that, right? You, you make valid points. I mean, if if something was coming here and wanted to be not be discovered, you would certainly think that if it could travel millions of light years to get here, it could definitely keep themselves from being seen. And also, they could just be us from the future. That's a possibility. That's another theory. Which, that's not a terrible theory. No, not necessarily. When you start getting into subject matter like what I get into on this podcast, if you if you close yourself off to certain things that seem like they might be too crazy, then you're really not being open-minded. You're being open-minded to the things that you think are cool or the things that you like, but you're not being open-minded to to everything that could be going on out there. And I think there's great deal of things out there that we are we are unaware of but i think part of humanity is aware of them and whether that's black ops or, or government uh, agencies or you know just a a select few people throughout or the- possibly even other when i say by the way that i think what i've seen out here is probably government stuff i'm not necessarily saying united states government that could be some china shit that could be whoever else. Yeah. Like, who knows? It's not, I've got no ideas. And when I see all this disclosure stuff, I'm thinking you're just waiting for something that's not going to happen. Well, and, you know, why, why after 70 years? You know, I mean, why after 70 years would you finally decide to be uh, straight up and forthright with, with the public? I don't, I don't it's see. Not, it's not going to happen. And they're already they're already like postponing it. it I think I saw yeah. their. It, I'm sure you saw the same. Thing. Yeah. It it would be nice if just not going to happen. And in the meantime, you can avoid all that crap and just go outside and look up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see these things. Well, Nathan, on that, I think we'll end tonight's program. Just go outside and look up. There you go. That's all you need to do. Nathan, thank right, you so well, man, much. Thank you, thank you so much for letting me tell some crazy nonsense. Dude. Hey, it was a pleasure, and I appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day, and, and I really appreciate you letting go of that last story because that is uh, some some strange yeah, high, I'm not, that's some very not high sure strangeness. How that's go over. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure I will get some. Uh, I'll get some messages on that one, and and it won't probably it, it won't be making fun of you. It'll be. Uh, um, oh, I don't. I, I don't mind getting made fun of. 
It was a pleasure talking with you, sir. Enjoy yourself. Pleasure talking to you, man. This was this was really cool. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was a pleasure. All right, man. You stay safe. Stay in touch, man. If anything crazy happens, I'll let you know. Please do. All right, I'll do it. All right, Nathan. Thank you. Thank you for joining me this evening. Remember, if you're interested in in the area, May 15th, Saturday, West Branch, Michigan. Bigfoot Discovery Days conference and town hall meeting. I'll have a booth there supporting the show. So stop by and say hello. And maybe pick up a t-shirt before you go. If you haven't yet... Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All at Uncomfortable Podcast. Don't forget to visit iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. If you have an uncomfortable experience and would like to be featured on an upcoming episode, email us at contact.uncomfortable at gmail.com. <laughs>